It's kind of like the acronym joy, the word joy, J-O-Y, Jesus, others, then yourself. Right. And that's really how we should practice our lives. Right. Putting other people ahead of us and God will bless us. Right. Because our heart goes out to you know our neighbors, our friends, and the people around us. Right. More so than just give me mine. I don't want things just for me. Right. Just try to be happy for that person. Yeah. Just try to be happy that, well, yeah, that's great. I'm glad that person's you know, getting support, getting love, getting uh, money, getting whatever it is. You know, I'm happy for that. I don't, I don't need it all for myself. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn, along with me is Steve Sargent. I've uh, been going through Steve. Now, I've been doing this thing, Seven Deadly Sins, by Dr. James Stalker, which I laugh every time we do this show about his name, because it's just not a name I would... <laughs> <laughs> you remember Night Stalker? Yeah, Night Stalker. I do remember that, actually. Man, that's an old show. Yeah. Like, right there, we're showing our age even talking about that. But he wrote in The Seven Deadly Sins, you know, what they were. And the one that, the latest one I read was Envy. And every time I read one of these, I think, I don't really have much of a problem with that. And then you read it, and you're like, well, maybe, you know. <laughs> Maybe I could do better. So it's been challenging, which I really, really appreciate. But he describes envy as grief or displeasure at the good of another, the good consisting of wealth or fame or any other possession which people prize. It's when you feel delight and exaltation in another's evil in failure or ill success or any kind of calamity. So if you're happy about that, that could be envy. So it kind of goes two ways. You know, I'm just miserable because something good happened to you. It just makes me so mad, you know, because I'm envious or ha ha ha, you know, you fell on your face. Yeah. That could be too like an envy type thing. Yeah, that's right. And it's, um, I think a lot of us deal with it in some way. Don't, we don't always realize it, but I realize it in myself. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to feel bad for somebody, especially for something good that happened to somebody. Right. And, um, or start as we say, hating on them because something good happened to them. Right. We should be a, you know, happy and, appreciate it because whatever good happened to them can happen to you right and well like somebody we were talking to somebody last night in my bible study i was talking to this young lady about it and she was saying sometimes it's hard for her because there was somebody you know she had to work for everything and they had a friend that daddy just gave them everything they had so any little thing they did anytime they needed money daddy just writes a check and buys them everything from new cars to whatever and she said it was hard i said but you have to remember just because if he, that kid didn't have it wouldn't give you more so that guy having less doesn't put more in your pocket. So I try to remember that too. Like if something great happens to someone else and they win a million bucks, mm -hmm. well, that didn't take any food off my plate. That's right. Right. It didn't affect me and them not having it would not in fact make my life better. That's right. That's but sometimes we way. forget that. That's a good way to look at it. <laughs> it doesn't impact us one way or the other. We, we should celebrate those people's accomplishments and cause I want to treat people the way I want to be treated. Cause right. one day when maybe something like that happens to me, I don't want people to be jealous of me or envious of me. Right. So. Right. And well, they will be. Yeah, I know. Some. You know what I'm saying? They will. Well, you know, you were measured, you were mentioned in an article. Well, it wasn't really an article. It was something on growing up in Ashtabula, who are the most impactful people or oh, yeah. something. And your name came up several times on that post. People were commenting on it. Yeah. So, so maybe somebody's envious of that. Well, how come Steve Sargent got mentioned? I didn't get mentioned. Steve Sargent's getting mentioned. 
you and JP Ducrow. Okay. Got mentioned go. a lot. Yeah, and he's a good a guy. Dynamic so. duo. <laughs> right. So, but people might be jealous of that. They might be well, envious sure of that. Like, oh, well, how come they're all mentioning them and no one mentioned me and things like that? So, well, maybe because you don't live in Ashville. I don't know. But I thought that was great, you know, that, that you got nice. mentioned. So, yeah, I think that no matter what, I mean, somebody might be envious of it. So, to me, it's being jealous of somebody and it's being miserable because they have something that maybe you want. You wish you had that. Mm-hmm. And so, it's just irking you. Just irking at you. Just working at, on you. Because they got some, whether it's fame or possession or special somebody in their life that you don't have and so on and so forth. So you're a little bit jealous of it. And that's the kind of stuff we need to watch out for. What are things you would, you would think people would be envious well, of? Well, let me tell you this, and this may not go over very well. I was thinking about that this morning. Um, uh, one of the things that I struggle with as far as envy is concerned is um, in sports. <clears throat> okay. So, you know, we had a little different season this year with the Browns beating the Steelers in the playoffs. Right. Well, I was quite envious of the Browns. Right. And the Browns fans. I'm, <laughs> this, is, this is therapeutic for me right now to come out with this. Um, I, was, I was not feeling good because, I, you know, we haven't had that much in my life. Right. And I'm used to us winning and beating them and so on. And then oh, to watch us lose in the playoffs against them at home, they hadn't beaten us at home in 17 years. They got destroyed. Yes. And start like, from the first play, from the very yeah. first play. And I felt, and you got all the Browns people celebrating, posting things. Right. I didn't get in arguments with them, but I'm going to tell you the truth. I was quite envious. Right. Because the Browns are becoming a successful team. Yes, they are. And sometimes people envy the success that others might have. And plus, they just got clowny. Can you imagine what that's going to mean for your quarterback when they play yep. and they got Miles Garrett on one side? Yeah, no. They could beat him down with two helmets. So, cl- <laughs> <laughs> so clowny is a brownie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. So I think, uh, you know, sometimes the friendship of a friend, you know, if you're not the top dog, I usually don't care about that. I just mm. like to have my. I was like, I always feel about all life. I just want my piece of the pie. I never want the whole pie. I never had to be the everything for anyone. You know what right. I'm saying? I just, want, I just want my piece of the pie, really. But I can see somebody getting jealous of that. Well, how can you hanging around with them and not me? And mm-hmm. that'd be a little bit envious. Uh, you get passed up, you know, maybe in position, you know, by somebody or somebody mm-hmm. becomes more uh, well-known or better at something than you are. Maybe that would be, uh, you might envy someone, you know, the time you're not getting, right? So, you know, you're not getting attention. Somebody else is, you yeah. want that in- attention. So you get envious. I think that definitely happens, you know, from mm-hmm. time to time. You know what I've done? I've found myself envious at times for a number of reasons. I don't like to carry it a lot because I know it doesn't ever lead to anything good. Right. I would always pray like, all right, I, God, I need you to help me. I shouldn't feel this way about this situation or that person. And I need you to, to help me because right. I don't want It's a weight, you know, that I have to carry. I don't want to bear that burden. You know, if God can bless whomever with whatever, he can do the same for me. Right. And I don't want to walk around jealous or envious and you try to act like you aren't. <laughs> right. But you really are. Right. It's miserable. It's as cruel as the grave. Right. I think about that. Like right. the people, especially when people die tragically, loved ones or family, friends, and that we've had to bury tragically, tragic deaths. That's what it's as bad as. Like, wow. Well, we'll talk about it some in the next uh, podcast too, but just I think being happy for people and if maybe somebody's not as supportive of you as somebody else or mm-hmm. somebody else got something more. I mean, just try to be happy for that person. Yeah. Just try to be happy that, well, yeah, that's great. I'm glad that person's you know, getting support, getting love, getting uh, money, getting whatever it is, you know, I'm happy for that. I don't, I don't need it all for myself. You know what I'm saying? So you try to be happy for others and not think about yourself. I think the more you think about yourself, the more envious you're going to tend to be. I would, 
I mean, I would assume that. Exodus twenty seventeen. Now, this is the commandment not to covet, mm-hmm. which is the same thing. You know, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, male or female servant, donkey, ox, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. And we could put in homes, uh, cars, mm-hmm. uh, gaming systems, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> deck, hot tubs, <laughs> you know, whatever, anything that they have. I like how the Bible just, and or anything else. Okay, whatever belongs to your neighbor, just don't covet them. But what about coveting, you know, your neighbor's spouse? Mm-hmm. You know, there's some people might be envious and might really want your spouse yes, right. for themselves. And I'm not saying you, Steve, but just you in general. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. they might want your spouse. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's okay to look at someone's spouse or possessions and say, man, I wish I had something like that or right. a car like that or right. even a spouse like that. Right. But to want their spouse or their car, leaving them without, like, you really passed the line at right. that point. Right. right. And the thing is, it's not, but if you don't have it, there's no sense in running around saying you're not going to be happy unless you did because right. some things you can't have. Mm-hmm. You can't, somebody else's spouse, you can't have them. There's just all there is to it. If they have a certain, maybe you could have the same car they have. I don't know why you'd want to have the exact same car as your neighbor. I, I wouldn't want to have the same exact car as my neighbor personally. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cause I like my wife comes up the road. I know it's her car. If everyone in the neighborhood has the same car, I wouldn't know which one's her. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I don't, I wouldn't want that either, but yeah, I just think that there are some things you just don't have and that's how it is. Mm-hmm. So be happy for what you do have. And again, right. we'll talk about that more too, but emulation, he was saying wasn't envy. Like he said, it's not envy to see somebody do something in excellence mm-hmm. and also want to do it in excellence to see somebody who can run a little faster to say, yeah, I think I'm going to push myself to do that. Sure. You know, he said emulation is good natured. Envy is ill natured. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're kind of, he would say ill humored, I mean, writing over a hundred years ago, you have an ill humor about something, a disdain about their success, that's envy. Mm-hmm. He said, if you're good natured and you're happy, but you want to say, hey, I think I could do that too. Yeah. You know, and you see someone with a, you know, for, you know, you look at modern times with a big uh, following on Instagram or Facebook or they're impacting people. Yeah, I'd like to impact people too. I think I can do that. Or mm-hmm. I've had people that'll say, hey, Bill, you know, I just heard this recently. I went to the West Side Market because I saw the pictures you had. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with emulation when it's a good humor. It's not, they're not, it's not a put down. They're not upset that you went. They see that you went. They think it's cool. Yeah, I'm going to do that too. Yeah. That's the difference. Em- emulating somebody is not envious, is not envy. He said, that's an okay thing. Yeah. It's when, when you're ill humored or you're have a bad temper, a bad attitude about it, then that would be the wrong mm-hmm. kind of envy. We should have people that we, we emulate and want to, and they motivate us to do better. Right. Just, even without maybe saying it or we don't know them personally, just seeing their success in a certain area makes me feel like, Hey, I can do something like that or makes me want to get right. up earlier or work harder in other ways. When, when I see my friends do well in, let's say, business, I'm happy. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you're you're kind of in some ways in what you do, you get to be a little bit of an entrepreneur and make some decisions, and I do certainly as a church, mm-hmm. but I run a nonprofit. You lead a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. We don't, it's a little different thing than having your own business, but you still get to make decisions. You right. still get to run it in similar ways and and do things that are going to be to the benefit of that. It's more of an altruistic motive, perhaps. It's not just, it's not a profit line motive mm-hmm. that you're working towards. But my friends that are in business, if they do well, I'm happy. Oh, yes. I'm happy. And especially you see them working hard for it and, you know, pushing hard. I think all those things are great. So I'm a positive person. Like when I see success, why wouldn't I want my friends to be successful? Yeah. I'm not a very good friend 
if I'm not happy when they're successful. I mean, I would be, I don't think I would be a proper friend. Mm -hmm. If you can't be happy for your friends and cheering them on and helping them as much as you can to achieve what their goals are, and you would hope that they would return also the favor and say, yeah, and I'm going to help you. I'm going to stand behind you too when you got stuff going on. That's right. That's the way we should be. Um, It just comes back to that old saying that, you know, you treat others like you want to be treated. Right. I want to people to enjoy or appreciate my success. Well, I should appreciate somebody else's. Right. Especially no. friends. Dude, I agree 100% because the envy is going to lead to a lot of unhappiness. I think that there's a lot of happiness lost just because we're wishing we had something else mm-hmm. instead of just being happy with what we have and saying, mine's fine. You know what I'm saying? My kayak may be not as fast as, as your kayak. I have a buddy who's a faster kayak now, but you know, before he had the slower one. Now he's a faster one. Eventually when I upgrade, mm-hmm. I'll get one a little slimmer and it'll be a little faster, but I love the one I have. I'm happy as, happy as a clam out there. <laughs> You know, like, I don't feel like I bought mine used. I think it's great. It doesn't fall over mm-hmm. and it, it's sleek and it tracks well, you know? So I got a lot of camera equipment that I'm taking photographs with a, a stable kayak's pretty stinking important <laughs> when you're out there with a lot of expensive equipment, you know? So I, I love it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I don't mind having it used. I don't mind, you know, my truck's seven years old. Like that doesn't bother me. Right. As long as it's not all rusty. Yeah. Don't bother me. I'm like, I'm and fine. It starts with it. and it runs. Right, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to have to upgrade. You know, sure. my wife's hers is eight years old. I know I'm going to have to upgrade, but it's not going to be keeping up with the Joneses. It's just mm-hmm. going to be because, yeah, I need to make some trips. I don't know if I'm trusting it as much because it is getting older. It's getting about that season where stuff's going to start going wrong with it. So mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking that way it has nothing to do with keeping up with somebody right. or anything else. It's like, I just think if you can't be happy with what you have, it's. Just not a good day. Mm-hmm. He talks about selfishness too as being one of the root causes of envy. And just, uh, he said, uh, perhaps there's a way in which all of us want to be at the top of the food chain. Selfishness is, I quote now, the poisonous ingredient in envy. Mm-hmm. Selfishness is the poisonous ingredient in envy. What do you think about that? That's it's just a, being selfish. That's absolutely true. When we, we, um, think of ourselves and how I can benefit and what I can do with it more than we think of right. others. And it's kind of like the acronym joy, the word joy, J O Y Jesus, others than yourself. Right. And that's really how we should practice our lives. Right. Putting other people ahead of us and God will bless us. Right. Because our heart goes out to, you know, our neighbors, our friends and the people around us right. more so than just give me mine. I don't want things just for me. Right. If I can't share with someone else, what I have, you know, if I get a bunch of food, I don't, I don't want to eat it all myself, believe right. it or not. I would like to share. Right. If I have a nice place to live, I'd like to share, you know, have friends over or something occasionally. Right. You don't want to just like hoard everything yourself. What good is it? No, I want like you, I want to take ability that I have and share it with yeah, others. Right. Even with the camera, if I can help my friend at a business, which I was able to do recently and other friends, if I'm able to help you good day for me, Right. you know, I don't, I'm not looking to make anything off it or, you know, benefit, profit myself in any way. I just want to do it for the fun of it. Just to help somebody else because I like, uh, I, I guess this is a good enough place to put it. I was reading that story about Jacob when he was running, he left home, his brother Esau wanted to kill him right. and he slept out under the stars with a rock for a pillow. Mm-hmm. And he has a dream of the angels ascending, ascending and descending, descending. Right. and God speaks to him. And he, his prayer was God, if you give me food to eat, mm-hmm. Clothes to wear. Clothes on my back yep. and bring me back in peace. Mm-hmm. You'll be my God. Yep. If you do that, I'll give you a tenth of 10%, everything I have, everything. so on and so forth. I yep. love it. All, look, God, all I'm asking for, I'm just food to mm-hmm. eat, clothes to wear, 
bring me back in peace. Yep. That's all. And 20 years later, God did that. But you know what? God made him rich. Yeah. He became a phenomenally wealthy individual, but he didn't seek it. And that, that's one thing I like about him. Like he worked for his first 14 years of working was just to marry Leah and Rachel. <laughs> right. That was his only thing that he earned from all that work was was his two wives you know which we wouldn't marry two wives today but i mean this is for the fact, record for the record yeah but that is what happened and but he worked mm-hmm. for 14 years he wasn't working and then six years he worked for flocks mm-hmm. and god kept blessing him god kept blessing him god kept blessing him and so he didn't seek it and sometimes i think that's a, a key thing in life it's not Sometimes those people who really find the things that you would think that you would want are the people who sought other things first, like seek first his kingdom and all these things will be added unto you. And I think that for us seeking, I didn't come to be a wealthy man into church. Mm -hmm. God has blessed me Yes, through other ways. God has blessed me, but I didn't seek it. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's not what I was looking for. I was looking just to help people. Right. And I think then that's your motive then you're going to be less envious. Not saying it's never a problem, trust me. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to get beat at much of anything. So, you know, so maybe there could be some things you just got to, you know, be careful of. Yeah, I think your when your principle and your motive is uh, for uh, those things that are more, that are going to draw you closer to God versus just maybe putting you at a different end of the food chain right. or in a different neighborhood. And there's nothing wrong with success and desiring, you know, maybe better things. But when your intent is like, I want to do these things so I can live, and then I'm going to do this for you, God. And right. I'm, not, I'm not saying like, hey, make me famous so everywhere I go, people will stop traffic when right. I come in the room and stuff. It wasn't anything like that. But right. God gave him everything he asked for and so much more. Right. Because of his humility in, in the way he asked right. and what he asked for. It was like Solomon, too. Absolutely. Solomon didn't ask for riches. Solomon well, asked for wisdom. He didn't ask for his enemies to be destroyed. Right. And, I want wisdom, God. I'm right. not. I'm not asking for for money. And God, God gave him money. Right. But it's not what he was. I wouldn't put my life on that because then you're going to tend to be envious of everyone who has what you don't because you've made your whole life about it. Mm-hmm. So now, now it's a big competition with the rat race. Rather than no, I'm just here to help people and I want to enjoy life and and you'll be fine. But he he points out too, you know, envy is mean spirit. He said, but there is something extraordinarily mean in the spirit which is unhappy and disappointed because if another succeeds. It's like Proverbs 24, 17 says, do not gloat when your enemy falls, when they stumble. Do not let your heart rejoice. Don't don't let it happen. And I think sometimes there's some of that where good they got what they had coming to them. It's, just, it's not right. <laughs> yeah, when are we going to get what we got coming to us? Yeah, You know, exactly. like, because that thing works both ways for real. Well, if you, if you do think, you know, if you're getting to feel pretty good about yourself, I would read the seven deadly sins because it'll help you not to feel so good about yourself because you'll start to realize, yeah, I definitely have stuff to work on. But he, he could talk about the, you know, you think about Jesus, mm-hmm. he got crucified out of envy. Yep. Abel got killed out of envy. Um, he said that envy is seen in the, I, I phrase it this way, the snarky things we say about people. He said a great many of the worst sins of the tongue are the product of envy. It is miserable to think how much of conversation consists of disparaging remarks about the character or the talents, the position or the conduct of others. Gossipers cannot but admit the brilliance or benevolence of the person they are criticizing. But oh, with how many of these envious butts <laughs> is conversation garnished? Well, you know, they're really great at this, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know they're, they're, they're really, you know, they're really talented businessmen, but. but yeah. And, and you're about to slam them because you're envious of them. Then they say they'll, they'll also use the words of other people. Mm-hmm. I didn't really say it, but so-and-so said it. 
So and so said that about him. I didn't say that, but I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you know that so and so thinks this about him. So I'm gonna name drop in a bad way. I'm gonna I'm gonna name drop bomb you so to make you look worse. You know what I'm saying? Because so and so said this about you. Yeah, I mean that he said that's where envy shows up. The snarky things. He said it's being petty. Just just being really, really, really penny. And, and my question is this do you think we can be easily prone to being petty? Yes, we can. How do you how do you think of that? Like because I was trying to think about that. Like he talked about being petty. I was trying to think like what would be petty? Just getting upset about mm -hmm. stupid stuff. I Absolutely. mean would it be the things that don't really matter. Um okay. somebody, you know, you <laughs> somebody's going slower than what you would want to go. Right. And they're maybe slowing you down for about thirty seconds. It seems like thirty hours. Right. And we're like we're just mad and just like for real. Right. It's not, and it's not the end of the world, really. No, yeah, we make it a big really deal of things. The, world. the road rage, where's where he comes from? Are you for real? You kill somebody because they're going too slow or yeah. something like that. Are you really Making serious? mountains out of molehills. That's right. Yeah, I think of the pettiness. I, th I thought it was a, a challenge. You know, maybe somebody will say, well, how come, you know, they didn't, you know, recognize me or how come they didn't like my posts or how come they, I think people in, especially a social media day, mm -hmm. like my wife's not much into social media and I kind of commend her. I don't have that option. Like I need to be out there. And honestly, like one, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, I'm not even going to put anything on my one account. And some guy goes, but Bill, I look for stuff there. Yeah. Like that's what interest. I'm like, okay, I've had that fine. It's like, all right, fine, fine, fine. You know, so I'll do it because I know people want to see, you know, some of the stuff that you've seen and you're up to or some of the beauty that you've come across. I think it's a good thing to share it, but you just can't get petty about stuff because a lot of times the stuff that you're thinking about and you're reading something into, no one else is. Yep. It's not personal. Just, just how it happened. Right. right? But yep. we'll get petty about it because we're, we're going to be envious, but we're going to tune in. We're going to come back to the subject actually, and talk about the answer to envy, if that's okay, Steve. And I appreciate you tuning in. Hopefully it's been helpful and challenging. I know it certainly uh, spoke to me. So have a great and an awesome week.